You're listening to a Cairns FM 89.1 produced podcast. You are listening to the FNQ Originals podcast with Baz and Devsky. FNQ Originals starts in three, two, one, go. You are listening to FNQ Originals here on Cairns FM 89.1 with Baz and Devsky. The countdown has begun. It's uh, coming towards the end of the year, and it's pretty crazy because this is the last show we will have this year for FNQ Originals. I'm Joel Devsky Devereaux. Welcome to the show. I'm here with the Magic Man, Barry Coe. How you going, brother? Good. It's only seven more sleeps till Santa comes. <laughs> Are you excited for Santa? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. I'm probably getting nothing though. Oh, that's. Um, I got a day off. Oh, that sounds better. You did yeah, something. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Technical difficulties again. Yeah. Yeah, the studio. computer's having some um, some weird strangeness going on, but that's all good. So this is our last show before the ultimate top fifty on Boxing Day. Yeah. So we um, will be back in the new year, which is pretty cool. But I'm actually pretty excited because obviously we've got. Um, we've got the Ultimate Top 50 coming up and the numbers have been pretty big. I'm sure it's over 2,000 user votes for the listener choice right oh, now, wow. which is pretty cool. Yeah, wow. so. am, am I still in the lead? <laughs> <laughs> With your song, your remix song. Yeah, of, my, uh, uh, my MC Pyro battle rap song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just letting you know, I'm an A, but uh, Barry did a hip-hop version of your song, so it's pretty cool. No, so, I didn't. Well, why don't you introduce... We've got an A Campbell in the studio. Yes. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> Very exciting. Very exciting. Did you see how not excited she was about the hip-hop version of... Uh, yeah, no. I'll trick me down. I was intrigued. Nobody, intrigued. nobody wants me to do a version of this song. Ever. <laughs> that's just... How did I politely, yeah, I didn't know how to politely get that across. <laughs> how are you doing? You were good? I am good. I'm great. Thank you for having me. Now, there was some talk about how we pronounced your name during yes. the week. Yes. It was one of those things that we <laughs> we kind of, we, we didn't, I didn't want to be like on Instagram, like, how do you say your name? We say it's like, we're not sure. And um, so we tried to do it the best way we could. We did Google. We did ask people. Barry asked YouTube, the shaman. shaman. <laughs> pronunciation videos on YouTube. But yeah. um, it was all the French version of it. So. <laughs> um, where where yeah. does the name come from it's anyway? It is French. It originally. is French. Yes. Yeah, but cool. uh, based off a perfume, an A&A, that my mum wore when she was younger. Yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. she first yeah. came across it. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we, we thank you for coming in and being our last guest for the, sh- for the year. Yes. You know. Rounding it off. We're rounding it off. And, and we're excited because... You know, we just had a quick conversation with you before we started the show and you were talking about, you know, how you were in London and you're brand new to Cairns and you're going to be re- doing some original work next year. Yes. You it's heard it fun. first here. <laughs> if <laughs> it doesn't happen, news. we're bringing you back this time next year. That's why we'll I've said like, it. I've, I'm held accountable now. It has to happen. We'll be like, what's going on? You know what I mean? That's right. You know. Do a but March we- check-in and be like, come on, we've got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say, we'll just automate like a message every couple of hours. What are you doing? Are you done yet? <laughs> no, but we've got a song you recorded in um, London yes. ready to go. So that's um, Drink Me Down. Yes. So and, you know. Are we, we going to play that first? No, no, we're not going to play that first. No, we'll come back to it later. We'll come back to it because it, and then it, we build up the, um, we build the anticipation. Up the anticipation. But I, I do want to play yeah. Asher Jeffries with Tank Top because I do uh, like that song. That's a great one. We'll be back soon on FNQ Originals. So you're walking down the street. 
You're now listening to FNQ Originals. Jason Daniels, 
song. She's got a feeling for Ida Chabau. Before that, we had Asha Jeffries with uh, Tank Tops. That's a, that's a great song. I love it. Nate Campbell. I like it. Hello. Nate Campbell's here. Nate Campbell's here. Tell she, us about your year. What's, what's been going on? How, it's what's been a massive year. What's it been like to be a musician in North Queensland in 2022? Well, what you should be asking is how to be a professional musician doing weddings and photos and stuff. Because you said you booked out, yes. you know, you booked out the whole scene, which is interesting because, you know, you said you make a living out of doing that. I do now, which is amazing. Cool. The last couple yeah, yeah. of months, yeah. Which is interesting because me and you, Barry, we've had a lot of conversations about earning money with music up here, you know. Which is hard. Yeah. Which is hard, that's right. Which is very hard. I was thinking about that today, like... We sort of just accept the fact that it's people don't make money out of music. I think it's wrong. Like, I think th- there's got to be a new way. I think maybe original music it can be very difficult. Yes, but mm. I, I mean, maybe it was luck or just being around the right people. But the opportunities that have come my way through weddings, especially in a very welcoming industry, and people um, maybe even having too much work, they're happy to pass it around. Um, yeah, really? had a great what? year. Really? <laughs> I know, crazy. Serious? People want to help. Yeah. Can you please do my gig and get paid for it? Is <laughs> yeah. that what they say? Well, kind uh, of. You know, I, I can't. <laughs> it does. It does happen. You know, I've I've got this gig. Are you able to take this on? I'm like, oh, sweet. Why not? Wow. Yeah, because every, every given weekend there must be like a bunch of weddings and. Oh, they reckon no, no, there's no one musician can play all the weddings. They, uh, someone well, said they? that <laughs> five weddings per week in Palm Cove apparently. Like, that's the volume that we're talking about. It's insane. Wow. Just in Palm Coat. How much Ed Sheeran can one person play? Yeah. To be honest. Or Wonderwall, you know. Or Wonder- <laughs> wow. Is that... Is that okay. Yeah. Well, we should ask, because I ask this probably every six years or something, what is the most requested song during a wedding? Mm. Is it, it... It can't... It's not Wonderwall, is it? Depends which vibe. Like, I get horses a lot. You know, the Take yeah, Me Home yeah, Country yeah, yeah, Roads. Yeah. Clearly just attract lots of country um, music liking people, I guess. Horses is... Do you think people request that ironically? You're talking uh, Daryl Braithwaite. So. Yeah, I think it's an ironic thing. But it then is, at the yeah. end of the night, once everyone's had so much to drink, they end up really <laughs> enjoying it. <laughs> I do think people legitimately like that song, though. Yeah, but it wasn't like, the original. But if it was, if people like the original <laughs> version of Horses, I'm like, yeah, that's cool. But when you're seeing him run down the beach like he did in that music video <laughs> with the girl who was miming it when it was the other person that was singing it. Margaret Ehrlich was singing it, some random person singing it. When did that come out? That was 90s, wasn't it? 92. 92. We were talking about old 90s music videos last night. We were. And all the Home and Away and the Neighbours stars oh. that went on and had music careers and things. Some of those videos are terrible. But they're bad. <laughs> they're bad. They're terrible. And the, the, that's part of the, our history, though. Well, I think it was the fact that they all saw the neighbours and the home and away thing that you went from that to being a music... A launch pad. Launch pad. Mm. Um, so many people, Delta Goodrum, Natalie Imbruglia. Like, there's heaps, man, that come out of, like, na- neighbours alone, you know. Yeah. But then you've got the weird ones that kind of decide to do it. Was that Tamsin Sursock or whatever her name was? She did one. She was from Home and Away. Yeah. Um, not, yeah. not all of them make it, though. No. Um, no. No. Even with that behind them, but yeah. Anyway, we're getting off track now. <laughs> yeah, but it's true. It, 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 now, but now it's finished. Apparently, the neighbours is done, so no more. No, music. no, it's got picked up again. I heard. Oh, that's right, Amazon um, or something. Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. 
So well, just letting you know now, you can't go on Neighbours to become a music star now. Yeah, so it's gone now. Yeah, definitely gone. You can't fall in the footsteps of Kylie Minogue. So. Well, <laughs> well, you'd have to leave North Queensland to star in Neighbours. So we can't have that happen. That's right. But anyway, you've had a great 2022 year. Yes. Yeah, Has it's it been awesome. Not win without its challenges? or Oh, for sure. You know, challenges, I think, come with everything. But um. I think for me, my good has overtaken the not so good for sure. Okay. Some of the most amazing people, um, musicians and otherwise in the industry, photographers, videographers, um, people that are just happy to be working again and very grateful for the amount of work that is around post-COVID. Um, mm. That's the vibe that I'm getting anyway. Because you're reasonably yeah. new to North Queensland. Yes. You've Officially a year and two months in Cairns. Practically a local. Basically, I think so. You well, may not know this, but we actually have the power to um, deem you a local on this show. Dubbed I, a local. Yeah, yeah. We're the, un- we're the only ones in the city. If we, if we, we can use your umbrella and do the whole thing on the shoulders. Go, we dub thee like that. It's Officially gonna, a local. Uh, a cans local. Yeah. <laughs> you only cans local. Yeah. All right, well, what do we get another song now? Tonight, Barry, we're going to do it tonight. I thought we are going to do it during the Ultimate Top 50, but I want you to tell me Tonight, we're going to do it tonight, what your favourite song of the year was out of everything that we've done over the years. Because I'm about to play mine now. Of the year? Yeah. But isn't that giving away what I voted for in the top 50? Well, no. Or? Didn't we decide that we, we like, if... We, or is we, this our favourite song outside of North Queensland? Well, well, we played stuff that was outside of the top 50. And yeah. Mine, yeah. My favourite song of the year is actually outside oh, of the okay, top 50. Yeah. I, I think I know this one, yeah. You do? Yeah. You do know? This is Layla. Anything to feel anything. 16-year-old masterpiece. Layla. Hopefully she makes something new soon. I'm waiting. Here on FAQ Originals.
You are listening to FNQ Originals. They try to me, but I ain't got the source if I'm making a statement. Nah, nah. I'm a bad sport, kick him off the court, cause I serve like Waitman. Yeah, yeah. I serve like Waitman. Woke up in the basement. Step out in the porch, I'm running the ball, but I'm so impatient. They try to get to me, but I ain't got the source if I'm making a statement. Nah, nah. I'm a bad sport, kick him off the court, cause I serve like Waitman. Yeah. Yeah. Try to chat to me, and I run it back. When I hit the scene, make the next snap. Tell the PKs on the all day with my O1s, baby, bring it back. Bitch, I got the score like I'm running back. Gotta flip the script like I'm on the Mac NZ to the AU, they all press through Every time that I drop a track No, I'm off the wall like the AN When I'm hitting shows, they'll I see you then At the venue with the belly on She try to riz me, we ain't even friends After party got me on the bend though Plug hitting me with his benzos Off the pack when I stack his M Pro green notes staying on the tempo Woke up in the basement Step out in the porch, I'm running the ball But I'm so impatient They try get to me, but they ain't got the source If I'm making a statement I'm a bad sport, kick him off the court Cause I serve like Waitman Step out in the porch, I'm running the ball, but I'm so impatient. They try to get to me, but I ain't got the source if I'm making a statement. I'm a bad sport, kick him off the court, cause I serve like Waitman. Oh, Platinum Kid, yes! That's his brand new single. Impatient. Dropped a few days ago. Platinum Kid. And you got some like rad, Look like wicker, wicker, wicker movements from an A in the video we just shot. We're not very hip hop in the studio um, here, but that was great. Are you sure? Well, yeah. I think Anae is more hip hop than us. I think. She's got, she's, she's got it in her demeanor as an artist. If I can battle rap, anyone can battle rap. <laughs> he did that. We had a um, MC pirate come in here, and I I challenged Barry to learn how to battle rap in on um, the spot. On the spot. And I got to say, I killed it. Really. Yeah. There was there was some Johnny Depp references impressive. and a few other things. Um. So, but yeah. But interestingly, I want to bring this up. Oh, it's raining it's outside. Raining. We should probably close those windows. <laughs> yeah, but then we boil. So yeah, people just true. have to enjoy the ASMR of the rain <laughs> in the background. Um, we were just talking about social media, which is interesting. I want to talk about this because uh, we talk, did the same thing with Ingrid because obviously Ingrid's at the point of her Ingrid Piper. journey. Yes. Because um, you were saying that you have to make your Instagram look like more like an artist. Mm-hmm. So that means ominous yet mysterious photos. <laughs> Lots so, of mirror selfies. Mirror selfies. Mm. Um, Dark eyeliner. Cool poses. Drinks with almond milk in them. <laughs> okay. Now, I tried almond milk the other day for the very first time, and I enjoyed it for about 10 minutes. And then I realized I don't like almond milk. But you've got to <laughs> promote almond milk. Um, you know, even though you might not be vegan, promote veganism, that sort of thing. So These are all the things that I'm doing wrong, apparently. Yes. Okay. Dep- almond milk. <laughs> Almond milk, number one. Take what you want from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. you had a good 2022. What's yeah. coming up in 2023? We know you've got some plans. Yes, I certainly do some new music. Yes. Yes, we love new music. Which now that I've said it, it's out there. It's got to happen. We're going to hold her accountable for that. Yeah. We're going to use this soundbite multiple times. Until I can we get hear my parents out. on the other yes, side going, yes. yeah, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Taking her long enough. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like that, but they're like, 
Are your parents like your biggest fans? Oh, like, they- 100%. Oh, so they're not like they're going, so when are you going to quit this, um, no. this silly music stuff? No. From when I was little, it was, um, yeah, lots of people in your life not taking you very seriously that you might want to make a career out of music like I remember having that conversation when I was 16 17 at school and we were going around in a circle and what career would you like to do and you know doctor podiatrist blah 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 which all I'm not taking away from those careers but when I said musician Mm. I remember the face and it was like oh my god how are you gonna make money how are you uh, just you know you know it's really hard to to make it as a musician I'm like yeah well here we are (laughs) It's it's amazing the attitude, isn't it? Really, mm. like musicians should be a you know a viable occupation. Hundred percent, like, I think yeah. so. It I should be just as respectable as being mm. a doctor or. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't. Being creative. Or well, that's right. Being creatively minded is under is underrated because obviously it doesn't matter what industry you live in or work in. Sorry, um, you need people that are creatively minded to mm. look outside the box and things like that. You think 100%. about your business, you know, things that you think up, you know, in order for to run your business. Yeah, it's creatively minded and. Yeah, that so I guess I was just quite fortunate that I had parents that were always behind me going, no, any, whatever you want to do, you know. So everywhere they go, they tell everyone about their daughter. Oh, the you've got no you've idea. You've got to check out her Instagram. No idea. <laughs> every bar. You've got to see her ominous photos. <laughs> you know, every restaurant, someone comes back from the toilet or the bar. Oh, I've just met so-and-so and passed on your details. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I showed them the almond milk you drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. We, we, but that's, you know, that's what you want. You want the support. 100%. Um, I know there's plenty of people over the years that haven't had the support mm. and they've had to go out on their own, obviously. But I think today people are more, less industrious, I believe, in the way that they think people, especially for our generation, I think mm. it's, um, people are, know that it's obviously harder to run that same blueprint that they did 40 years ago. Yeah. It's obviously it needs to be run a bit differently. So, um yeah, no, that's cool. So let's talk about, though, you do have a single that you released uh, a couple of years ago. Was mm-hmm. it 2020? 2021. Yep. 2021. Uh, it's called Drink Me Down. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. How did it come about? What's it so about? this single I recorded in London uh, amongst the time that I was living over there. And it was inspired by a night out that I had with uh, my friends and especially my sister. And we just hit that point in the night, you know, when the, the night comes and you probably haven't had as much to drink to keep up with everyone and you're on the dance floor and you just have this moment of, what am I doing? Like, I need I've to get spent out heaps of, of money, like I'm over it, I haven't met anyone interesting. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's what ended up <laughs> being the crux of this song. Mm. So my sister actually bounced a couple of ideas off me and some lyrics and yeah, we came up with this song that is drink me down yeah awesome Mm. so you're too drunk to go home but too sober to be in the club yeah just when that that (laughs) pin hits the floor and you're just like Mm. there's pizza slices outside i could get a pizza slice and i can get an uber and bail yeah yeah you're like my feet are sticky i'm sweaty (laughs) i'm surrounded by people that i don't know yeah i I never think about the feet are sticky thing because obviously we're open in the shoes and you just the feet are sticky thing so that's a cans thing you recorded at a studio in london yep um, did you use any producer or yes a producer Glenn Hartman who I am hopefully going to be working with again next year um, he's incredible with production um, and yeah it was just lucky that our paths crossed and he he helped me with some amazing creative ideas for the song cool. well, why don't we listen to the song right now so why don't you introduce the song and say you're listening to FNQ Originals you are listening to FNQ Originals this is Drink Me Down by Anae Campbell Yes, approved by her parents. 
Nice. Nate Campbell with Drink Me Down. That's an awesome song. How did you stop at one song? Sponsored by Charm Graham Campbell. (laughs) Sponsored by Charm Graham Campbell. Um, Yeah. uh, And he said that she's surprised there's no text message, but there was a text message from your mum. Saying that they were listening. They were listening. Hi, Mum. Hi, Dad. So, why don't you let the public know to that about how, for some reason, you needed to get hypnotised to stop <laughs> having your um, eyes closed on stage? Okay, so we were talking about funny stories from okay, when we were young. Before you start, before you start, I want to ask Anae whether she had any funny stories. She said, "I'm not a funny person, but I don't have any funny stories." But then this story <laughs> came up, and I'm like, "Hang on, that's exactly what I'm asking for." There you go. So I produce the goods. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you had to get you had to get um, hypnotized, hypnotized at age of twelve because when I was oh wow performing. that was like when you were really young yeah so yeah. there was a discussion around the table where you're like mm, I think I think Anae <laughs> needs to get um, hypnotized we've tried everything else yeah, what Graham, else is going Graham, I'm telling you now she needs to get hypnotized so she can <laughs> open her eyes when she's performing. <laughs> Oh, so honestly, is that a good impression of your I, mum? I think my parents were just exhausted of telling me, like, <laughs> why don't you just open your eyes? And I'm like, I'm scared, I'm nervous. And if I, you know, it's one of those, if I don't see you, you can't see me. Yeah, yeah, Invincible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, Family Friends was a hypnotist actually for successful Olympians and athletes, all oh. about visualisation. And yeah, so I so this, went in the chair. This is not some backyard hypnotist. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> paper bag yeah. type of deal. With this a is, name, this yeah. is a professional. Yeah. 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 With, so, a, with yeah. a girl named Cheryl. You know, she did, just met her down at, the, down at Chermside no glass Shopping Centre. No, nothing. She did like a course that. online. Yeah. <laughs> 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 was it the right course? It was just a website building course, but she thinks that she knows how to hypnotise people. Luckily, no. it wasn't that. Yeah, well, that's really cool. And it, and it obviously actually worked. It's yeah, definitely. I think yeah. I think we ended up going a couple of different times and with a bit of confidence and probably a few other life experiences sprinkled in, here we are. Sorry, Eyes open on stage. this is one of stage. the best stories of the year, I think. <laughs> it's just I, I just, I can't imagine the conversation. Like There's a there's a conversation there where we kind of like, this is this is going to work. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually quite profound. You know, <laughs> visualisation tools at 12, 12 years and, old. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're coming out of it and you're like, wow, such a positive sh- experience. Mm-hmm. Joel, you should have got hypnotised to stop smoking. Maybe. They do yeah. that. That's I a know. thing. That's I know. Thing. Although you've done pretty well. It's almost a year now. Isn't it? it has, yeah. It's actually random. It was like one of the easiest things I ever did. Really? He still sings with his eyes closed, though. That's a shame. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. Yeah. But but then I look out the back of my head. I, I don't know what that means. But, um. <laughs> but Joel, you and I are both guitarists. Have you ever done that thing where you're playing guitar and your mouth moves along, like sounding out the notes? Like, uh, not I, I do have home, a John Mayer-esque <laughs> face. Face pulling. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see a need for a hypnotism yeah, for, we that did for a, some people. We did a tour. We did a tour last year and I had someone come in and said that I had the best John Mayer expression face that they'd seen. <laughs> and I'm like, because I actually like John Mayer and I was, maybe I was like, but they, they said that I looked like I was eating the whole time. I must have been going <laughs> like that. Sorry about that noise in the microphone, by the way. That would have sounded terrible. Um, but yeah, I think, I think you just get into it. Everyone has a guitar face. Drum face is the best one. Mm. When they when they're like bass going crosswise and stuff, bass face is pretty cool. Bass Talara Talara has the best bass face ever. Yeah, you'll meet Talara eventually in the original music scene. She's the bomb, but she has the best bass face ever. She plays bass for twelve different bands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's uh, but right. She's doing some new music too. Apparently, she is. next yeah. year. So well, I'm long I'm overdue. Keen. Well, I'm hoping you know you know moving the show into 2023 and. 
you know, I think having Cairns FM back on the map is awesome. And now that we've got obviously people coming in that are obviously ready to move ahead with their original career and stuff that they have this platform. Yeah, so, yeah. Anae, are you planning to record in Cairns or are you going to go somewhere else to I think vocals, yeah, vocals will get done in Cairns. Okay. Um, and then production will happen in London. So, it's going to probably be a over-the-web type situation. Oh, but I think, okay. I think COVID has evolved that for a lot of people. So, yeah, cool. we'll give it a go. Yeah, it's easy to do that now. Yeah. That's fun, but... It's digital, right? Well, it's, and, digital. Then, and you get to say things like, oh, well, it was repro- produced in London, yeah, this song. that's true. Yeah. And people go, oh, wow. <laughs> and if you have to, you will get on a plane and go back to London. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You'll suffer for yeah. your Look, perk for of the job, arts. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I'll take one for the team. <laughs> okay, pack my bags. <laughs> <laughs> Boring old London, here we come. Um, did you experience the London music scene when you were there? Did you get into the kind of groove there? Or was it more just going to clubs? and? Yeah, so we did as much as we could before the little thing called COVID happened. Yeah. Uh, so I managed to get one live show of my own in at London, which oh, was cool. awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool to say that I've done. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, a matter of a month or two later, we'd completely shut down. So mm-hmm. we saw what we could. We did a, a few theatre type things and, you know, comedy shows and bars. and But then, yeah, we, we went dark. What was your mindset at that time as far as your music career? Were you like, oh, my God, like yeah. I'm just trying to get this thing going and – hundred percent. I just felt so disconnected to something that you should have a real emotional, creative connection to. Yeah. Um, it. I just was like someone cut the string. It completely changed. So I'm quite glad that I naturally found my way back to that in, in moving to Australia. Uh, like I had a guitar over there and everything, but I just think the whole COVID, we had about eight months of various lockdowns, quite intense, and then it got a mm. bit better and yeah. When, when you're not out experiencing and seeing the things and traveling and doing what you think you're going to do, you're not getting a lot of inspiration. So here we are now getting uh, lots of inspiration. I get it. I get it. I was same for me. Mm. So, it's, yeah, you kind of like yeah. we were literally about to go on a tour mm. and um, it was like two weeks before everything because we were in New South Wales, so everything locked down. Yeah. That was the first thing. Yeah, well, I actually flew down from Cairns to Newcastle to play – um, one of your gigs yeah the last gig Joel's before band. I moved up here and, yeah um, it was just when Sydney was going berserk mm. and um, I thought that's all good we're going into Newcastle but then the, the exclusion coast. zone or whatever you call it just like spread and spread and yeah. Yeah. the central coast and then yeah. we just had to keep heading so we didn't get to play our last show because Barry Barry mm. kind of jammed with the bear flew down a few times and um, we'd he, I'd ask him to come down and do the last show with us and he came down brought his wife and yeah, that they were actually in the central. They turned into the central place. Mm. So he's ringing me, freaking out. He's like, "Dude," because I was already used to it by that stage. Mm. And he's ringing me, going, "Oh man, I'm in the central coast. I'm gonna have to get out of here because I've got to fly I back had, to Queensland." We had five hours to get out of central coast. Otherwise, if we went back to Queensland, we'd be in quarantine for yeah. two weeks, and like it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So we, I did the quarantine when I came back to Australia. Oh, how and was we eventually that? got back. Uh, interesting. Do you have a guitar with you? <laughs> No, I didn't. Oh, no. I sold it in the UK before I came back. Oh, so oh was, was it getting a bit, you were getting a bit stretched when you were over oh, there? Oh, 100%. And it was just whatever we could bring back. We just mm-hmm. got in a suitcase yeah. or two, whatever we could carry, we brought back with us, really. Okay. Um, I had to travel So I, I was over there with my sister. So we were stuck in a hotel room together for two weeks, a bit over each other by day uh, one. <laughs> Day one and a half. I was about to ask that because, yeah, it must have been pretty tough. So was that. It was the whole, yeah. turn your phone down. You're too loud. 
Yeah. You know, stop you playing TikTok. Stop playing that stupid song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't dance like that. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't dance stop like that. Stop talking on the phone so loud. Yeah. yeah. Now, just talking about your song again, we had a question in the Discord chat. Darren wants to know, what's the inspiration behind the cover? Because it's a, it's like a credit card mm. looking thing. Yeah, so the... <laughs> <laughs> Thingamajig. The art inspiration for Drink Me Down was a credit card, as there's a lyric in the bridge um, that says, cash and cards are fueling alcohol days and the haze of people in this place. Um that was the inspiration. I just had this image in my head of a credit card with the letters punched in as if they were numbers, which is where the lettering for Drink Me Down is. And then my name underneath is if I'm the card holder. Um, and then we just went for a really generic color so that we weren't, you know, copying one type of credit card specifically. And Drink Me Down was born. Sort of just that action of tapping your card on a night out. Yeah, yeah, we all know that feeling. <laughs> I actually yes. reckon it's a good way to keep a track of how many drinks you had. When you wake up the next day, you scroll through your banking transaction, you go one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting how all of a sudden you don't care about money or savings when you're on a We're night out. Oh, I got things. this. I got this. You know, me and Barry don't pay for things when we go away to places. Mm. You know, yeah, No, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, you just tap your card now. It's so easy. It just sucks the money right yeah. out. Like you know, yeah, We went to Hog's Breath. With the next, with to see the artist I'm about to play. Which next. part of we don't need to talk about this? Do but you, she needs to know how f- it's you, funny. Yeah, we, I need the context. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 had a steak, and then um, the so- the band was actually playing in Hog's Breath for the festival, and then me and Barry just we were like down our steak. And we're like, oh, quick, we got to go watch the band, and we went and watched the we're band. We're filming and, and stuff, and then we left, and then three hours, hours later, left. we just left, and then we like. I said to Barry, two hours oh, later, I never paid for those. Steaks. I said no. I said to Barry, oh, thanks for paying for the steak. Just let me know how much it was, and he's like, dude, I didn't play, and then we both looked at each other and went. Mm, so there's yeah. like a poster of your faces on it on the front. Yeah, so that's the sort of stories I'm talking in. about. Those <laughs> yeah, are the sort of stories. When we go back to early beach, it'd be like the Wild West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen these gentlemen? I'll be jumping into bushes. Wanted um, dead or alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There'll be just a picture of two idiots. Um, Wanted over a steak. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it, it was quite a good steak, I've got to say. Um, uh, it was up there. We had a big yeah, day, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're all we spots. We need nutrition. Yeah, we just all steal steaks. Yeah. Why don't we play is um, obviously... Um, what are we playing? We're playing You Believe. Oh, Weathered. This is um, one of my favourite songs of the year from Weathered. We got to see the live version of this, so... I lay down at your feet. We'll see you soon. It's there you keep me safe. I throw off my anxious thoughts. Sorry for the things I've done That have held me back from you It's here I rest in your gracious arms I hear you singing over me I'm here Would you come in and search my heart? 
find what's hidden deep inside Put me on the path back home I often lose my way My prayer will always be the same Live a life that's led by you Till I see you face to face Lord, I'll sing this to the You're now listening to FNQ Originals. Just wanna make you ah. 
that's awesome. And then we had you believe weathered with yours alone, and which is on the ultimate top fifty. And I'm just going to let you know, Barry, that yeah, Shark Campbell thinks we're funny. Um, just letting you know. Um, so which is pretty awesome. You know, we don't get many compliments apart from being idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Shah. Thanks, and she Graham. said Shah's funny. Uh, she said um, Anae's funny. And we, we, we think that too. We know Anae's funny. We've been yeah, cracking yeah. up for the last yeah. hour having a chat here. Well, so. No one saw her hip hop moves. We did. Yeah, we'll post that later. <laughs> Tell everyone that I'm funny, please. <laughs> I'm paying them to do it now. The funniest <laughs> musician in North Queensland yes, right here. You heard it That's right. Um, um, but we will talk about Passport to Early. Um, off yeah. Listen, obviously, um, yeah, me and Barry, we love Passport to well, Early. Well, that's where we saw Weathered. That's right. But, uh, but a it tender was a, embrace. But Anae was say, you were saying that you went to Hamilton Island and you actually ran into Ellie, the organiser from Passport to Oh, your dad, oh, your dad did. Your yes, dad did. Yes. So one of these stories where your parents are talking you up. Yeah. Um, ran into... Someone in the bathroom line having a little chit chat and one of the organizers for the festival, which is awesome. So we're very keen to go and experience it all next year. Yeah, I'm not joking. And we, we you know, I know we, we've talked about it a lot, but next year is just going to be a whole new level. Because obviously this year, me and Barry got to see it on the Thursday night. As far as we're aware, it's going to be on the Friday night, which is mm. the first night of the festival. Mm. For me, seeing all of the emerging artists was the most special part of the festival for me. Because I know that. Um, we were with Music View TV and got to meet all the bands and that was all cool. So that was an amazing part for me and Barry. Yep. But they really did knock it out of the park this year. So I'm hoping that next year is going to be... It's going to be on. talent, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So you're going to get a band together or you're trying <laughs> to get a yeah. band together. So you, you, we've got that song... Drink Me Down, obviously, already recorded. So, mm-hmm. do you have a bunch of songs all ready to go? Like, have you got stuff? Pretty well, heaps of ideas. And they're yeah. all just coming together. I've probably got three or four songs that I'd be happy to pull the trigger on, but yeah. I'm going to aim for at least eight because I just want to get an album happening. And then once you have an album, all the opportunity comes with that. You you can tour, you can do your own original shows. Um, yes, that's the goal. Yeah, we've talked about that on the show before. You've got to have some recorded music because yeah, that's, that's your product. So Definitely. When you're talking about getting support slots or going to festivals mm-hmm. or just getting a gig full stop and someone says, all right, well, where can I hear your stuff? And yeah. you go, well, I haven't actually recorded anything. Well, that's, you know, exactly. and that's, that's not going to get you far. That's yeah. the shift that I'm currently in. Um, <laughs> that's so much of my... Uh, social media and advertising is from weddings and events. That, yeah. that this year yeah. is just about flipping that. Well, we had a band in here, um, a progressive prog rock metal band called Forest, and they played a show at the Tanks recently with Northlane. With Northlane, yeah. And they we did our impromptu music video here in the studio. Running um, up and down the halls. Running up and down, we down did the a one hall. take, one shot music video yeah. turned out awesome yeah but it was around the time that they were trying to get the support slot so they had something new that they could yeah. show the band and say hey this is us this is yeah, uh, we can't take full credit for that because Forrester the music's amazing so yeah um, that's know, right but, but it, it, it was just content yeah. that they had mm-hmm. that could help them yeah get a gig yeah content yeah. content content that's right yeah and Darren from the Retro Top 40 is a massive Forest fan yeah he loves he, it he never shuts up about it he goes, goes on, on about the on. subtitles all the time <laughs> I can't understand the music. <laughs> Darren's prob- probably going to put them number one in his top well, 50 because he's a judge for the top 50. So, let's hope. So, Anae Campbell would be in the top 50 
if you had some new music out. So, well, I so think we'll aim for next year. Then. We yeah. will definitely <laughs> aim yeah, for yeah, year yeah. if we're still on the airwaves <laughs> next year. You know, we. I want to play a drinking game that's called Let's. We let's might do only it. Get Every one time sh- we say that's a plan for next year, we might only get one shot at this top fifty, and then they go, "No, sorry, guys, we're pulling you." <laughs> that's it. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think next year is going to be crazy. Me and you are going to be full grey by that stage. I think. I think by the next top 50. <laughs> We've also been doing a monthly top 20, yeah. uh, which I think will kick off again in February. Probably February, yeah. I need to yeah, re- so redo the whole way it's done. Um, yeah, we've had, issues. we've had issues with this little green arrow thing. People have been... Um, yeah, and pump, people being circumventing the, the security. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can say that now because it's over. But it's, yeah, it, um, people found out ways of sort of bypassing the security. But yeah, we're just trying to give people a platform for music, so we're constantly craving new stuff. So mm-hmm. as soon as you got something... Yeah, when you said you had a new release, I was right. like, send it to me now. Did you, when you see the Instagram, yeah. send it to me now. And then I said to Barry, because he was at my house, I'm like, now he's got a new track. We could probably listen to it. Hopefully like, you send yes! it right now. And then it was nice. And you send him like, oh, drink me down. Hang on. Is that... I've oh, that's that, that one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the first to hear, I promise. It's great, though. We do these... We always go on about... Because we've... Pl- premiered a lot of tracks on the show this year we get mm. people to send it to us before it's released we talk about this world premieres yeah world premieres yeah. It's, yeah. that's what it we is. do here yeah. yeah technically it's correct isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> world premieres that's right Shar um, and Graham, you, you're keen for a world premiere of Anae's new song next year that's right I think they are and they, I think they, they should will. send us a video of their first listen to the new song and then we'll post it on our Instagram how's yeah, that that's a be, great idea could be yeah. Instagram we'll stars yeah, yeah. Will be, yeah, um, that's locked in now. They have, they've got no choice. Yeah. And the funny thing is I'm hoping that at least catch them three times around town that we can get them on social media as well. They can be like, FNQ Originals, Graham Campbell hey, at that. Any gig, any gig. Next Feb, you'll see them. <laughs> <laughs> Front row. Well, actually, we should talk about the Ultimate Top 50 briefly because it's going to be um, – uh, it is going to be um, – in, I think it's going to be the biggest terrestrial radio event in North Queensland for the it's year. It's the biggest thing that day, at least, anyway. <laughs> no, it is really. Six hours, counting down from 50 to 1, and we're not going to know what order these songs are in. Yeah, so me and Barry are doing the station managers. They're taking all of the numbers at the moment, so me and Barry won't them, know. They're going to put them in the machine that puts them all together, spits out the list, and then... Yeah. yeah, so we don't know. So we get to be surprised on the day. So that's going to be cool. But um, it could be Bobby Maguire number one. We don't know. Could be Forrest. Yeah, but I think we've done the prep work this year. I think everyone's excited because we've we've been at Ground Zero with everyone all year. That I think it's going to be. Um, I believe it's going to be the biggest terrestrial radio event in North Queensland for a long time. I think, or especially community radio. I don't know if it, yeah anyone's ever done. No, something it's like this yeah. Before, so. so I'm excited about it and. Um, yeah, six hours live radio. We're going to be on our A game. We can't be idiots like we are tonight, you know. <laughs> so what's and hey, what's your plans for Christmas? Are you getting together with a family? Are you, you're not going away? You're... Yep, a little local family Christmas this year. And well, it's then, cool your family is up here now. Yes, yep. We've all we've all jumped ship to North <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> no, we all love it. Yeah, so we're just going to... And then it got hot and you're like, yes, what have we done? Yeah. Exactly. And then it's hot every day that we're up here or it's raining. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's wet and hot. Yes. That's always fun. Mm. Yeah, we don't like wet and hot. Do you, do you have any family traditions like on Boxing Day? you guys ever do anything or does everyone just sort of go after so, Christmas? And we tend to buy a game on Christmas Day. So someone in the yeah, family buys someone a board yeah. game or an outdoor game or a slip and slide or a pool game or something and then that yeah. tends to be the Boxing Day activity. All right, so. so Boxing Day this year while you're playing the game, yes. you've got Kansas Fam pumping out the top mm-hmm. 50. 
That's a that's a, and it's that's it's a recipe be good. for a beautiful day. Though. You should actually 100%. look at the ultimate top fifty Spotify playlist because it means that especially if you're going to be within that scene next year, you'll be able to mm. pick the people that you kind of bond with their music and stuff. That's good too. Do some collabs. Do some collabs. Collabs. That's a fancy. I don't know if I approve of the term collab. <laughs> it's uh, but we should actually. I've got I've got someone that we should play that um, that and they might be um interested in listening to. Bella McKenzie. Down, She's pulling the no- <laughs> We'll be back soon. Down. You weren't even trying, got me thinking about slow dance songs. Drowning at the noise of the party crowd. I hurt my head because she said you liked it. Hanging over here waiting on you. My friends all told me I was crazy. Then you go gonna make a move. moves were um, let's just say sketchy if I'm saying it was I, just, sketchy. I just copied you what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> it's true the she, knee thing she took her cue from you Joel yeah that's right yeah. oh let me we'll come back just in a sec I have to do the ad break thing because we do the ad break we thing. love ad breaks we had the we'll thank you shortly. to our sponsors FNQ Originals showcasing the best music from around North Queensland here on Ken's FM 89.1 oh we're back with an A Campbell again yeah that was it 
We oh, sponsored ourselves. Yeah, oh, not it? Okay. Uh, oh, that's just sponsored by Char and Graham Campbell. <laughs> um, well, we've really enjoyed having you on the show. I really enjoyed it too. Thanks for making me laugh. <laughs> Hopefully there was some serious stuff in there. Uh, 100%. I think you covered heaps of topics. No, it was good. No, I I approve. I think the takeaway here is 2023 is going to be massive for Mm. Renee Campbell. She's got new music coming out. She's going to try and do the Passport to Ellie with a full band. She's Mm. going to kill it. Um, Hopefully get down to Ellie Beach. That'd be cool. Now, I do Um, have a question. mm. What is your your favourite Owen Wilson movie? Mm, That's a good question. I don't know. The, what's the Google one? Oh, no, I know, I know this one. Wedding Crashes. Okay, so Wedding Crashes. So there you go. if me and you become Owen Wilson and Vince oh, Vaughn, yeah. we start crashing in these weddings and doing those dance moves. Yeah, we'll Do you like, think we got kicked out? We'll crash the weddings. See those dudes steal oh, steaks. No. Get them out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they're not family. They're, they're radio idiots. We know Char and Graham. <laughs> 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 no, but it's been really cool. Well, look. We're, we're keen to see how you go. As you said, we're all about emerging artists and stuff, so we'll be following closely, you know, and We'd love to have you back can. on the show next year when you get some new music to, to promote. Uh, give yep. us a uh, world premiere. World premiere. We'll roll out the red carpet. Perpetuity throughout the universe <laughs> <laughs> that we'll have new music from Anae Campbell. Fantastic. Exclusively. But what we might do is to finish it off, we'll play a Cameron Cusack song. Skeleton and Broken Oh, you hearts. played a gig with Cameron, didn't you, at the, yeah, ta- the, the tanks, tanks recently? How was that? That was amazing. No venue sounds as incredible as the Tanks does. Yeah, that's I think. right. I'm biased, but mm. the no. sound engineers, the big ass system, like it's pretty. It's it, pretty cool. It's, it's a world class venue, really. Yeah, mm. definitely. I, I don't particularly love it. Um, my mum <laughs> works there. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, my mum does actually work there. <laughs> I just said that. I know she's listening right now. She's probably punching my dog in Poor the face. Poor Kaz. Why would he say that about my venue? <laughs> but um, you you gave birth to this thing, Kaz. So. <laughs> uh, Let's not on. talk about uh, giving birth on the radio. Uh, that's probably a good idea. But we're gonna play. Um, no, but you're right. The it, and that new sound system was. They're saying, oh, it's a new sound system. But even the old sound system was awesome. You know. And and how's Cameron? He's a good dude. We haven't met him. Yeah, he's amazing. Through. He has got an incredible story. He actually has a documentary coming out next year. Oh, really? I just saw. Yeah, Doco. so he's been working on that. His story is pretty pretty special. So I think wow. maybe on the release of that, if you want to get him in, he's, oh, he's a yeah. really interesting guy. Um, tours a lot, travels and plays music. So lives a pretty cool life, I think. Lives lives amazing life. Yeah. Living well, the dream. That's right. All right. Well, thank you, Anae, for coming in. Thank we you We appreciate it. In the fun times. Say goodbye to Charm Graham. Goodbye, parents. <laughs> <laughs> See you, you soon. You can go to sleep now. Hey, did you want to give a shout out to anyone else? Uh, my dog. I just got a dog. Oh, <laughs> dog. oh, here we go. Another half hour of dog stories. Let's go. Yeah, ready? Wait, where's my... <laughs> All right, show us the dog. All right, I'm going to show you my dog, and then you're going to show me your dog. Oh, look at that. I'll show you mine if you show me <laughs> <laughs> See, this, it gets dark here. We're the just showing each other okay. out photos of our dogs. All right, hang on. Everybody loves dogs. Set me oh, there's a side person. profile on my dog. Oh, okay. Very cute. <laughs> Show me yours. Very cute. Oh, wow. Cool. Was it Cocker Spaniel? Yes. Oh, cool. He's <laughs> a little puppy. Yeah. He's so cute. Well, my oh, dog. My dog's yeah, Darren's mid- just put his dog photo up in the Discord oh, chat. There you go. Cute. Everyone's got yes. a dog. Yes. 
Yeah, he's a mini Japanese Akita. Oh my gosh. Mm. Look at those eyes. He, to- he totally doesn't jump all over people either. I'm just yes. Yeah. You pick the one thing he does. <laughs> you, you don't ever like highlight his pers- the sparkling personality or anything. He's ruined many a shirt. You don't like it how he would that likes long walks on the beach either. I love that I'm just uh, getting text messages from my Cameron? parents. No, oh, through the radio. Okay. Good night, Anae. Good night. <laughs> She's going to sleep straight up and she's off yeah. the show. Good I can night, hear them laughing. Good night, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to play Cameron Cusack. Yeah. Thank you, Renee, for coming in. It's been wonderful. Awesome. You. And you are very funny. <laughs> she is funny, and uh, we'll have her back on soon here on FNQ Originals. We have Chris Fowler from some band. Mesmic. No, you're not allowed to say it. Ah, oh, it's not Mesmic. <laughs> here on FNQ Originals. Fall walls closing in on me. Find it hard to fall asleep Pray the Lord my soul to keep Cause I've run out of pills I drank too much as time and kills It's killing me I found comfort in the bottle Your heart
closing in on me I find it hard to fall asleep Pray the Lord my soul to keep You're now listening to FNQ Originals to FNQ Originals.
Oh, I don't know what's going on with the, no, the, the computer system's having a bit of an issue tonight, but that's okay. Issues. Issues. But that was Issues. Underbelly, that, that Underbelly EFX, but we decided we're going to play some older stuff tonight because we have Christopher Valla in the studio. Hello, hello. Um, it's been a long time since um, we've had Chris, well, we had Chris on the phone a little while ago, but... Uh, you probably second episode, I yeah, think. And yeah, but you featured in Tenderhaven I twice. As and I mean, what what a role! <laughs> the, the sex uh, shop owner, the, the sex yeah, shop yeah. owner in Bungalow. Yeah. I mean, you know. But the thing is, is that the people that were doing Tenderhaven had no idea who Christopher Fowler was. But <laughs> we, well, I was saying today that Barry did that weird Spanish Latin accent to Christopher Fowler. Now that's what we say. We say Christopher, Christopher Fowler. <laughs> it's like almost Transylvanian. <laughs> My nemesis, Christopher Fowler. <laughs> From Bungalow. But we should welcome Chris after all this time. Thank the you. very Thank last you. show of the year. We have Chris on here. How are you, my brother? I'm very good. How are you? How's everyone else? It's good. And well, we also have a good friend, Trent, 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 Trent in Cooper. the studio. Say hello, Trent. Hello, Trent. <laughs> and Trent. that's enough from you. Yeah. <laughs> and now we take his microphone away. Um, Chris is up here. Obviously, he's just doing a quick Christmas trip to see everyone. And um and yeah we got to have uh, yeah we've had twelve to sixty eight beers in the last two days have we yes we've had quite a few no. um, <laughs> can't say it hasn't been fun but it has been good yeah yeah yes. has been good um but it was good to for you to come up and um, do your pre Christmas visit which has been pretty fun now that COVID's over and but you did have COVID before you came up yeah yeah so uh, we ended up going to the Good Things Festival. And one of the downsides of that was catching COVID. So, yeah, it's been a rather interesting week for myself and my wife, Jo. So, but yeah, we're all good now. And yes. Well, it's interesting. What I find interesting about this now is because in the beginning when we used to do Barry's Vintage 3, we used to talk a bit about um, Lakotas in the old days. But now can actually talk to you both about Lakotas because now that you're here, which is obviously we the don't band. talk about we don't talk about we don't. <laughs> first rule of Lakotas is you don't talk about Lakotas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think um, second rule of Lakotas. No, sorry, just talk on. about Lakotas all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, we've mentioned a few times. But obviously, um, especially in the early 2000s time when you guys were really sort of um, working really hard as the you know working. Hardworking new 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 North Queensland artists. Oh, dude, when we we were killing it back then, we were making so much money. Yeah, uh, which was make, a five bucks, five making ten bank bucks. every week. Three um, Porsches in the garage. You know. <laughs> back in those days, people were just throwing money at like the crazy metal bands. Just you know, yeah, yeah, take it. About as much as they do right now. How much is your yeah. CD? It's five dollars. Here, have fifty. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's that's right. the sort of attitude we were faced with back then. <laughs> this um, is and we got fat and lazy <laughs> off that. Well, we were talking about this today, Chris. We'll talk to you because obviously you've got your new band, Mesmic. Yes. Which, in your description, is a symphonic symphonic metal band with yes. your wife, Joe. Yes, yes. So my very talented uh, wife, Jolene Turnbull, is and you, the vocalist. You both are Kansites. You, yes. Yeah, well, we've known both of you for a long time. So yes. and now that you guys have started, you're F and Q through and through. Yes, indeed. Well, she she's born and bred Cairns. I was living here for twelve years, um, so I think I qualify. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah. 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 You worked at Hungry Jacks. So, well, yeah, so exactly. did Joe. Exactly. Joe worked at Hungry Jacks as well. Esplanade all the way. <laughs> <laughs> so symphonic metal. How did this come about? So did you just dream it one day. No, no. So symphonic metal is a very very popular genre in Europe. 
Um, it's almost unheard of in Australia, which is unfortunate, and it's sort of made us, uh, you know, yeah, let's start a metal band as as a niche. Let's make a niche of a niche. Let's go for symphonic metal band, which, you know, not many bands in Australia have ever done. There are some, but there's it's it's not a very common genre. But it's part of, you know, as you as we all oops, uh, as we all get older and we kind of want to do the things that we want to do, I suppose yeah. for you it's more the passion rather than like you'd like to for it to be able to say make money and be popular, but In, yeah. this was something you and Joe wanted to do for Yeah, yeah, so Joe's always had a passion for singing and um and she's put in a lot of hard work over the years to improve her voice and to get also the confidence to mm. get up. Um, and it was a couple of years ago, I think it was after after the last Lakotas EP that I released. Um, we yeah, sort of she was on it. Yeah, yeah. And like, um, yeah, on Through Flames Arise, yeah. the, the title track, she she, she actually Backing did the, vocals, yeah. Well, no, it was actually oh, the, no. the, the lead chorus vocals. Yeah, sorry, lead chorus vocals. Um, Which we, everyone in this room, we were down in Tulaki in, in Townsville for Barry's 40th and we're sitting on this beach and um, we were all very inebriated, and you showed us the demo versions of those Hang on, tracks. Trent, Trent was there. Trent, give us your take on that. Yeah, well, it was a very interesting night. Um, we saw uh, Barry throw, throw his guitar. guitar in the fire. Yeah, um, that was kind of the highlight. <laughs> um, I was, a, I was just a bit, I was a little bit concerned I was going to be next, so um, I took the tequila off him. Um, but yeah, no. Oh, that's right. There was tequila. That's yeah. right. No, there's memory, many memories. I was asking more specifically about the song that Chris played for us. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. And Thanks for the background, though. Yeah. Set the scene. Here. When I saw, well, we went to, then we did this big whole thing. We went to Byron Bay then for Chris's 40th. Yeah. And it was the first time I'd seen Joe in a long time. And I mentioned that song. I was like, you know, all the years I've known you, I never knew you sang. Yeah. And you were like, and she was like, well, I never really told anyone that I'd sang. Mm. It was kind of eye-opening after but hearing that track. We were all drunk on this beach listening to these tracks. I think we listened to them several times. It was good. Yeah, like, yeah, I enjoyed that. Cool. And we were all floored. Like, Joe's voice was incredible. Yeah, yeah and, and it's really amazing how, um, like, the first few gigs that she ever did, she got up in front of a crowd and it was like she was born there. Yeah. She was, the, the confidence she had, oh, it's, yeah, it, was, it was really, really good. I've um, seen the so, videos, yeah. yeah. She's it's great. Well, we have been giving Chris a hard time because we know Chris um, with his recordings, and we wanted him to. <laughs> We've been pestering we, him for new music. Yeah, we just we just message him every day saying, "Oh yeah, well let us know when you're going to release that new track tomorrow." And he's, <laughs> "Oh, it's, is it going to be this time this year, or is it going to be 2029 that we're going to get the track? Yeah, it'll be this and, weekend or next weekend." Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we do have something. So we're going to play it oh, right now. We're going to play it. So yes. this track is called... So this is Unlikely Hero. This is a live demo that we recorded just in our rehearsal studio. All right. Yeah. Well, One we day, thought, so we yeah. mic'd up everything and we thought, oh, let's, let's do a recording to see how it sounds. And yeah, it sounded pretty good. So we released it as a YouTube video. Yeah. So what? I think with this, it's, um, uh, you know, it, it still showcases the, the group, you know, yes. regardless of whether, you know, people understand demos and stuff like that. I was like just going to ask, is there inspiration for the lyrics? Did you write the lyrics or did Joe write the no, lyrics? No, no. So so Joe actually wrote the lyrics for this. Oh, nice. Um, the story behind it is actually rather funny because um, for some reason, uh, Legend of Zelda was on our brains at the time. <laughs> and so it's it sort of follows the story of Link um, and his, his sort of evolution into becoming the hero for for that actual computer game. So mm. that, that was the original inspiration. It did take on a lot of different meanings 
afterwards, but that's the general gist. Oh, that's of, a shame. I thought the song was about me, but um, okay. <laughs> it, it is about you in a way. The Barry. unlikely hero. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Joe, are you listening? Is it about me? <laughs> just say in the chat, yes. <laughs> I just love that. It's just that you come, that's where it just comes down to is, is, is Barry right, there. What are we doing? Like We're there. taking photos here? Or we gonna play um, this I'm song? actually taking yeah. a B-reel. A B-reel. A B-reel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. About time you were real. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's play Unlikely Hero. We'll be back soon on FNQ Originals. You are listening to FNQ Originals.
Fowler. Christopher Fowler. Well, premiere on radio. Yes. Unlock the Hero by Mesmic. Wow. And we go to uh, Treno for his comments and thoughts. Well, there's not much to say about that. It's pretty bloody awesome. For something that was just done in a jam room, that's, that's amazing. Yes. Yes. Well done, man. That's quite amazing. Thank you very much. Much yes. approved. The mix is quite good, actually, for, for a live take. Yeah, so it was all, uh, like, everything was individually mic'd, but, yeah, it was just one take. And we weren't really wanting to release it. It was just more of an experiment. We were just just wanted to sort of hear what the, sound, the song sounded like. And then when we actually got the actual recordings back, we're like, oh, wow, that actually sounds a lot better than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, and it's also good to, we've talked about having demos so the bands can learn it and there can be exactly. some reference because, you know, it, it's good to be able that you have the ability to be able to kind of do that now yeah. um, with modern technologies and things like that. Because, you know, I remember back in the day uh, with Lakotas stuff, I know we weren't going to talk about Lakotas, but anyway, Lakotas. Uh, so when we were um, recording stuff with Lakotas, we'd, We'd sit there in uh, in jam rooms and we'd play these songs, you know, hundreds of times. And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we're nailing this song. And then when it comes to the actual recording... Barry, what are you playing? Barry, what the hell are you playing? And <laughs> yeah, it was always me. <laughs> or we'd, we'd be, be playing, playing slightly different and we're like, you've been playing that the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> it sounded good, though. It, just, it did. Just not when you recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> So having the ability, and I think that's that's one of the main advantages of modern technology these days, is the fact that you can actually do jam room recordings, um, accurate ones, instead of just having the good old tape recorder in the you know cardboard box in the corner of the room. Well, which we, used we to, did, which and we also did pre Lakotas. We used to play from Bell's Toll and stuff in Barry's room at Gardenia Court. Yeah, and we'd put the mic in the bathroom in his ensuite. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. And then come out. Then we'd be like, <laughs> "What if we put the mic outside? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's put it in the lounge room. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 get the same result, but yeah, yeah. But that was slightly better. But it was cool because we kind of got to listen to it, and it was like we got to listen to what it sounded. You know, it, it's. It was just a way of us being able to kind of listen back on it and mm. see. It was, it was better than sticking a tape record, you know, with the old tape recorders, the little microphones and stuff. Yeah. But so, um, yeah. So having the ability to do these pre-production type um, activities, especially in the comfort of your own rehearsal space, is extremely important. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, that actually turned out really, really well. And I also got a uh, shout out to Luke, Dave and Andy, if they're listening. They're the, they're the other three members of the band. So the, Cool. Um, so if they're listening, hey dudes. Now let's talk about Lakotas for a minute. Um, <laughs> hey dudes. Um, we've talked about this a couple of times, but now that we've got you here, so um, in two thousand and two or three, you did the Metal Tank Festival. Uh, two thousand three, three, four. It was all a blur back then. Yeah, maybe four. No, it's definitely three. Well, that's you know, and we've had this conversation a fair bit this year. Because I realise that I say that a lot on this show. We've talked about this thing a lot this year. But Which thing? Well, talking about um, if putting on events in order for you to be able to play stuff. So oh, you were putting like, on your own events. Yeah. Mm. So you were like, well, it'd be really cool if we get everyone together that play metal within Cairns to do a festival. And you just did it at the text, Metal Tanks. Yeah, there was quite a metal scene back then. Lots of metal bands getting around. So, um, yeah. and we saw that amphitheater space at the tanks there. Uh, I don't know. Was that Tank Three? Tank Three. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I don't know if it gets used all that often now. Um, I don't think I can remember any time that's been used after backdrop. It might be a health and safety issue because people were slipping down that embankment. (laughs) I slipped down it myself, actually. Um, Oh, I love that space bite. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, Um, If Mum, if you're listening, can you text in the reason why they can't use that space anymore? Yeah. I know I'm interested because I Mm. I really liked that outdoor amphitheatre because it actually sounded pretty good too. That was the inspiration. I think we went to the tanks for some reason or at least I did and um, I saw that space and um, that was sort of the inspiration for putting on the Metal Tank Festival. Yeah, um, yeah. No, it was cool and um, obviously <coughs> I was in in the midst of starting my video journey which mm. I then did the editing of the um, Metal Tanks video. Yeah, we, we had yeah. some young kids running around with cameras. Um, I can't remember who they were but... <laughs> Uh, they might have been friends either. of Pato's and yeah. Drama at the but time. It, but you were smart um, enough to get a desk recording of the... Yes. Got de- which we've got here right now. But I was able to sync that desk recording uh, yeah. with the footage, yeah. um, which was cool. And I really enjoyed that, doing that, because we did the DVD, which had the music video and the... Like, I, I didn't even know those recordings were happening until, like, the next day or something. We we had a bit of an after-party at the um, at the music club at the Table yeah. Tennis Centre. And um, I heard this music playing. I was like, "Oh, that sounds like what I just heard at Metal Town." <laughs> and yeah, they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, so and so." I think it was Cameron. Somebody uh, he had recorded it all off the desk, and um, yeah, uh, it was like, "Holy crap, we've actually got a recording of all this." So, and this this you know being back in two thousand and three, that, so good that they, yeah. they did that. That's such a smart idea, you know. Yeah. So that wasn't. I don't think that was a very common thing to happen. It wasn't. No. So, because you didn't have the you didn't have Zoom recorders and stuff back then, so it must have been directly into a computer or something. But Mum just messaged me. She said the amphitheater is getting revamped next year. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's pretty interesting. No, but I love that. I haven't been out there since. Back if they top. do some work to the seating, I think it's probably maybe probably an issue because it's it's not very safe. It's slippery because it's all grass and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's not benched very well. I think it's. Nah. Um, but it's a pretty cool space because it's, it. it's yeah, not too yeah. big, it's not too small. You can actually fit a couple hundred people in there. Well, when mm, we first um, started going there, I thought, because obviously there's those art spaces. If you had like musicians that were playing just sort of your background, like, I guess like a Nate Campbell or someone playing, you could have that space out there with you. I always thought that back when there, but yeah. it wasn't um, – it's obviously nothing sort of happened. Yeah, well, thanks for the update, Kaz. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, because cool. I think it could be quite a, a useful space there I think for, it would be, yeah. for sort of mid-sized events that are too small for um, Tank 5. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is an amazing venue. But, but you know, obviously you were both involved with the Metal Tank Festival. Did you find that it was like the work was more than the squeeze, I guess? If that more than the squeeze, you know, is it more than the squeeze? Like the the juice was the juice more than the squeeze? It was well worth doing. It was a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. Um, but immediately afterwards, a lot of people were saying to me, "Oh, you're going to do it again next year?" And I just went, "No, yeah, it's, okay, it's not happening." Yeah. Oh, I hate to say it, but there, there is a downside to the music industry, and there's a lot of negativity, and there's a lot of hard stuff you got to push through. You know, music is hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. is. That's that's all it is to it. But um, we pulled it off, and it was a great experience, and um, played a good gig, and the hundreds of people turned up. It was 
It was, was amazing back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just telling Trent the other day. My my dad turned up on the day and volunteered to sit on the door. And, <gasps> oh, and did he? That's sort great. of halfway through the day, he came to me with this big pile of cash and said, "What do you do with this?" And I went, "What's that from?" And he said, "Oh, people keep turning up and buying tickets." <laughs> I'm like, "Really? <laughs> it's a good problem." Um, wow. Okay. So yeah, I'm like stuffing money in my pockets, and I eventually took it to my car and just to lock it away. And um, yeah, we actually had a lot of ticket sales on the day. We we pre-sold about 200 tickets. Um, and then I reckon maybe another hundred or so on the day, plus all the bands and people and stuff. I reckon there was easily four to five hundred people there. Mm. So did mm. did you break even? Did you get to pay the bands or anything like that? Uh, no, we didn't pay the bands, and that was the deal from the start. Because I said to him, "Look, this is a showcase for you guys. Um, you need to sell tickets." We made the bands sell tickets, and then depending on how many tickets they sold is what sort of order they got for the day so the bands that sold the most tickets got the better slots later in the day and mm. the bands that sold one or two tickets there were some of them that did only sell one or two tickets they were playing at 10am in the morning so, so yeah um, okay it, yeah. it was a system that worked quite well because the gig was there for the bands to promote themselves and have somewhere to play and uh, play a good gig And well you know and that question still happens now yeah know? I mean in a perfect world it would have been nice to pay bands but it was more of a community collective thing that we did for okay. the metal scene. Mm. Well, while we have a listen to that recording, you know, that unorthodox, obviously, recording off the desk recording, um, mm. this is Carbon Circle. Apologies for any language. I can't remember. Did we end up putting this stuff up on anything? Did we put this on YouTube or Facebook or something? Uh, I think it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's on Spotify, definitely. Oh, yeah, you re- um, released no, it. No, the video, the video. Oh, the video. The video is on YouTube, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, found the raw yeah, the other is. day. The, the yeah. expo, I was thinking, might be able to try mm. and get that. So the video is currently uh, on the Lakotas YouTube oh, cool. page. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's the full video, like the entire day. Oh um, uh, yeah. So I think it's a <laughs> well, it's not the entire day, but it's uh, sort of snippets from all, all through the day. Uh, all a the lot bands. of different bands from back then. Oh, cool! I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. yeah. There you go. All right, well, we play. We're going to play Carbon. This brings back memories. This man, I don't think I've heard this for a long time. Carbon Circle live at the Metal Tank Festival. At the tank. Here we go. It's Carbon Circle.
Now, Treno, are you, yes, li- are you listening? Yes. Treno, now, just let you know, this is a sports program. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. You want to ask Chris? I, I won't ask him about the four. You want to do your so. first ever interview question with Chris Fowler? Right. Mr. Fowler. No. Don't touch the mic because it fizzes <laughs> out. Oh, fail. <laughs> All and, right. and point your mouth so right now it's up. That's going to be my second question. Make out with it. Okay. Um, Chris, so Mesmic, what's the plan 2023? We are going to have a busy year. Um, so... As of tomorrow, uh, we're actually starting tracking for our first debut um, EP, which Unlikely Hero, which I heard before, will be um, probably the intro track for that. We've got another uh, four or five songs, I think. I think it's five. Um, songs in total uh, that we're going to be recording and we're hopefully we're going to release early next year. Um, and we're planning on doing quite a few shows through the year. Uh, maybe coming up here. Uh, undecided uh depending on opportunities up here uh but yeah uh we're planning well, we on do know that the amphitheater is being revamped next indeed. year indeed <laughs> so yeah so we're gonna have a very very busy year um and we're <laughs> we're hoping to be able to go uh either europe or japan uh the following year yeah there you go because obviously with the genre what we have there's it's it's a bit of a harder sell in Australia, it is, yeah. just because it's not a forefront um, genre within the metal community. Yeah, uh, but in Europe, that's where it's it's absolutely huge. Yeah, in yeah. Um, so so I think synth metal is it better inside or outside? What's what's your what's your favorite? Ooh, yeah. Like I think for us, it's actually better inside. Yeah, um, but. Because there's a we as as a group we're still defining exactly how our stage show is going to be and it's going to be an important aspect of 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 our performances. So one thing that we've we've talked a lot about within the group is how do we portray ourselves as a group because we're not it's not a genre that you're just a pub band for hmm. say. And and or so you are need, you or are we? <laughs> that is the question. Um, so we have had a lot of discussions of of how we're going to portray ourselves. How if there's going to be any theming on stage? Um, we're not going to release any details on that yet. But we've talked about the different. Like obviously, there's different rules because you were kind of yeah. like, well, any feedback on on sort of thing, and we were kind of like, well, there's different rules with this sort of with this sort of metal as well like there's yeah. different ways of being able that you need to be able to sort of navigate i guess <coughs> excuse me um so yeah we we were discussing um in the last couple of days that you know uh, you've brought up previously in the show that um songs for spotify need to be two to three minutes as it's not a hard rule but it's a suggestion it is um so whereas that whereas when we were discussing we're saying well it kind yeah. of isn't i think it's it's harder for um for this particular genre because it's it's more about the entire journey of the mm. song so mm. it, it's not just a simple you know first chorus first chorus break chorus then you're done it's you generally go on more of a journey yeah and that just sounds so corporate i no, just no. can't believe i said that <laughs> but um anyway sounds like a will farrell movie it does um so 
so we tend to write a lot longer songs, but there are different ways around those issues and we're, we're coming well, up not, with strategies. No, well, it's not, not yeah. an issue. If, if you're working as a way of being super popular, like you're working within the pop genre yeah. or the indie pop genre or something where you know that you have to kind of grab an audience, anything that's kind of like metal or hard rock and stuff like that, people actually go out and source that for a reason. Yeah. So I think that we talk about short form and long form content that is still within the genre of long form and short form content yeah yeah if people are a fan of symphonic metal or just metal in general or different types as you said different niches of metal yeah we don't as you said you didn't have to actually leave the genre of metal because there's so many different subsets genres yeah yeah and that's i guess that's sort of you know the the benefit and the downside of spotify um is the fact that You've got access to so many subgenres of metal. I very rarely do I leave metal genre to listen to other things because it just I don't have any real urge to do so because yeah. there's just so much variety. Yeah, yeah too yeah. much sometimes. And yeah. so, but yeah. you're but you're the per- that's the perfect example. So you're mm. not going to sit there and say, well. Um, I'm not going to listen to this certain um, subject genre of metal because the songs are too long. Like, no, no, so it's it's more of expected, especially in that's metal. Right. I mean, you look at the history of, you know, early Metallica, um, yeah. you know, mid-range Machine Head. All their songs were five, six minutes, and that was yeah. just kind of the norm. Yeah, it's it's less now the norm. There's a lot more of the modern metal bands, like, uh, like a, for example, I remember Born of Osiris. One of their albums was 20 minutes long. And each of the, each, each <laughs> okay, of the songs, maybe, uh, each of the songs were like two minutes long, and you sort of listen to the album, and you're like, "Whoa, that was quick." Okay, yeah, 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 that was just weird. Well, let me ask you this: Are you somebody that still listens to full albums? Yes, that's interesting. So I, um, whenever I listen to Spotify, I usually just sort of just pick a random because I got a list of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bands. I just pick a random one and I go, oh, yeah, I'll just listen to this album. Then I'd go through the entire album. So do you listen from back to front? Yes. That We've talked about that on the show a lot because mm. um, we had Max on the show, who's Barry's nephew, and he, um, he said that he listens to the first song for about half of it, second <coughs> song for about half of it, and then he'll skip to the last song on the album. Mm. If it doesn't take him by that stage, then he moves on. Wow. Um, but talking about old, um, older albums, you know, we've talked about listening parties because we used to do yeah. them back in the day. Uh, that it's less common to sit because Baz, you said that you because Baz was one of the ones that I used to say that he used to listen to full albums all the time. Mm. And yes, yeah, so you've stopped. You've kind of stopped doing that now. Um, to a degree, because I've been listening to a lot of local music. Yeah, um, yeah. A lot of the NQ artists are putting out singles here and there, not full albums, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, so I haven't been listening to a lot of the bands that I used to listen to. But I think, yeah, even if a, a band like Metallica, they've got an upcoming album, I'll probably listen to a few songs. It's probably unlikely I'll sit there and listen to the whole thing, unless it's very good. Well, if we if we don't have the confines of what used to be a CD, like 80 minutes, yeah, you know, we still haven't seen anybody sort of break out of that because obviously streaming is one of those things that doesn't have the confines of mm. the tape limit or the vinyl limit or the CD limit that you could actually release an album of infinite songs. Basically. Yeah, and having said said, I listen to full albums, it's it's more of just getting the, the snapshot of time of, of the artist. So whether that's an EP, I mean, mm. it, I do listen to singles when they get released as well. And my, my current strategy for releasing music um, for both Mesmic and 
Lakotas, if I ever get around to actually doing another EP of that, <laughs> is going to be a case of trying to release a single EP each year instead of doing a full album because uh, it, it's more suited to the streaming um, keeps mechanisms. You, it keeps, keeps you, you Keeps you yeah, fresh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It keeps things easy as well so you're not having to, to you know, master an entire album to get that consistency and you can sort of have just the, the the EP and just keep it constantly fresh. Keep well, your, I say that all the time. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep your socials going and everything like that. And so it, it makes more sense to do an EP. But yeah, I do prefer to listen to a snapshot in time of a band's development. Okay. Um, because they all, because it's a snapshot of saying, okay, this is where their mind space is. This is where their talent is. This is the direction they're going. And most of the songs do have that commonality. And I, yeah. I, I tend to enjoy that. Well, we would been over the, the theme of this weekend since you've been here. We started watching the, um, the No Covers thing, which is on MTV. Um, mm. We were watching it this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Treno was over as well. Um, and we found um, the American indie scene quite interesting. Mm. Um, interesting in the way they feel like they've been stuck in a time lock. <coughs> Um, I find that a lot of the genres, indie genres that are coming out of the UK, Australia, and what they've all kind of moved on in this kind of direction. There were so many bands that were seen to be time locked from about twenty years ago. These are all bands, and I found that there was no female artists. It was it was really bizarre. I found the whole thing experience, but maybe I'm I'm just going to say this. Maybe the American indie scene is definitely not like what it was. Yeah, and and we sort of found that a lot of the acts were kind of generic. Yeah, like there was weird yeah. Van Halen bands, and there was like, and I don't want to sort of pigeonhole because I don't know that that covers the whole indie genre there. Mm. But um, whether America is kind of they're they're lacking that development because they have like a lot of their big artists over there are these full formulaic kind of pop artists mm. but they don't have anyone to kind of inspire to there anymore yeah yeah and i mean especially for me uh when i whenever i listen to music it's it's extremely important to have a defining factor both visually and through your music yeah so i mean it's kind of the spotify effect again if you listen to you know three artists that sound the similar you're just going to get spammed with mm. a thousand artists that all sound the same for the next couple yeah. of weeks, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, you know, you have to, you have to make your own voice within music. Otherwise you're just going to get lost. Yeah. What do you think? what do you think, Trino? Yeah. No, I was going to ask you, like, if you're going to put an album together these days, are you going to, are you going to do it from like, um, from start to finish and actually have it as this journey? Like you're talking about your songs are a journey. Will your, will your album be, a journey in itself so we have to listen to it from front to back well, you can't you can't predict it anymore because yeah. whether people can actually recognise whether it's mm. a journey or not yeah um, I mean I, I, I've just listened to an album I've been talking about it to you boys a bit an Exotic Potion Cookies yep. the um, Von Vunderberg album that, that album I've been telling everyone listen to it from the start all the way to the finish Cause you, if you pick songs out it might not make as much sense as when it's played 41 minutes straight mm. from seven songs. So I, I think yeah. it is. It's hard to be able to gauge that now. And I think that because of the way that people are promoting singles more now, um, and we've talked about this difference between backward-facing and frontward-facing music, people aren't as invested anymore to listen to albums because they're not getting the emotional connection from the front-facing like we did, say, in the 90s with CDs, vinyl, that sort of thing. Backward-facing, radio, Spotify... Um, you know, people are trying to promote 
both because you need both. Mm. Getting a vinyl player, buying some cool vinyl of stuff that you really like, spending the money on it, having that emotional connection when you're putting it on, listening to it. Reading the booklet. Reading the booklet. I, I, I was looking through um, Barry Got Midnight by Taylor Swift for Addy, and I was looking through it. It was kick-ass. Like, mm. it, it was really cool to kind of have that visual, um, you know. It's quite a good put-together album package, like it as is. far as the cover artwork. And, and she was I think smart. there was four different four versions, different, yeah. and then there was a midnight, uh, 3 a.m. version. 3 a.m., yeah. And they different um, different types of vinyl material and all that sort of stuff. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, we're getting away here. Have we got any more tracks we want to play? Because yeah, we've I got play, a few minutes left. Yeah, we're going to play through Flames Arise, which we're going to play now. Just quickly, though, if you want to listen to a metal band with some short songs, there's a band called Nails. Most of their songs are less than a minute. Yes. <laughs> Check enough. them out. They get to the point very quickly. All right. Well, we're going to play through Flames Arise because we can either do that or we can send the show out because this song goes for almost six minutes. Right. So, well, let's send the show out. Thank you, Chris, for being on. Thank you, Trino, thank you very much for, for having me. On. Yeah, Ooh. man. Just make sure that you um, – we're not going to have a show next Sunday. It's We're doing the biggest terrestrial – production well, in next years. Sunday is Santa Claus Day and then Monday yes. make yeah. sure you tune in if you're there to support the artist this really mm. is going to be the biggest terrestrial radio event uh, we've only ages. got a few short days before the listener choice votes cut off too yeah we've had thousands of them alright well let's let's uh, say goodbye I'm Joel Desky Devereaux Magic Man Barry Coe we are Trino bye bye and good night everybody see you guys see y'all you are listening to FNQ Originals
FNQ Originals, showcasing the best music from around North Queensland, here on Cairns FM 89.1. You've been listening to a Cairns FM 89.1 produced podcast. For more information, visit cairnsfm891.org.au.